1: Open to the book of the chapter 32, verse uh, 39. Okay, now see that I, even I, I am He. There is no God beside me. I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal. None is there any who can deliver from my hand. Praise the Lord. Who can speak like this? Can you speak like this? Nobody can speak like this. It's only one being, it's only our God is the only supreme God that can speak like this. He said this is who he is. He said there is no other person like this him person. There is none and none can be like this. He said he kills and he makes a life. He does whatever he wants. This is God. And this statement means that he is in a class all by himself. Nobody can contest with him in this regard. If I'm to type to what I'm to share with us this evening, I will call it stay in God's class. This is what he is. This is God that you know um, He does not need anybody to be God Pastor once preached and told us that Omnipotent God need no potency He does not need my strength He does not need my wisdom He is God all by himself And these are the things he can do Let, Let's check another of his uh, CV Please open with me to the book of uh, Isaiah 44 verse 8 I want to read the ERV version Okay. Don't be afraid don't be worried. He said, I am the one who always told you what will happen. You are my proof. There is no other God. I am the only one. There is no other rock. I know. (laughs) Look at that statement. He said, I know I am the only one. (laughs) Who can say this? (laughs) He said, I know. I know. I know I am the only one. There is no other. He said, I told you what will happen i told you which means he's saying when i say something nobody can change it nobody dares this is how he rolls now the question is if god is in this class will he ever leave this class because of course in our world if you are in one class it's expected that either you are promoted or you graduate from that class or you leave that class will god ever leave this class I mean, I'm a human being and God allows him, give me the capacity to ask questions. Will God ever leave this class where he will say something and it will not come to pass? Will God ever leave this class where there will be another one that will contend with him? Is it possible? Praise the Lord. Let's, let's check scripture, another scripture. Let's open to the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 4. He said, who performed and done it, calling generation from beginning? He said, I. The Lord. I am the first and what? Oh He said, I am the first, which means there will never be another like me. They will never. There was a time when I was growing up. I I, I would be asking this question. I asked God this question, where where did God come from? It led me to go and do a study about God. And I found that God does not have beginning. He does not have what? You cannot never comprehend Him. You can never, He does not have beginning have ending that is who he is i said oh this is how you roll eh you don't have beginning you do i said wow and not only that did i know that he does not have beginning i realized that everything is in him everything and we learned on sunday that this god this is his class don't bring him below this class this is his class he coming down to interact means that he's very magnanimous when i went to do that study about god i realized that as big as he is as mighty as he is as large as he is he comes to have interaction with me he said when you call upon him he will hear you he will come and answer you look at all the statements we've been reading about him he's the one that does whatever he wants to do he does not have limitation let's check another scripture praise the lord let's read revelation revelation chapter one Verse 8. I think this is a popular scripture. Every one of us know this scripture. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Says the Lord. Who is? Who was? And who's to come? I am the Alpha. So which means God can never leave this class. He will not graduate. He will not be demoted. He will not grow old in this class. This is who he is. is Almighty God. Now the question is, how did we get into this class of God? Now, if it's like that, how did we... I, don't forget that I said if I want to title this meditation, I will call it Stay in the Class of God. Now, how did we get into this class of God? You know, when I took my daughter, Haviva, to school on her first day, because her mouth is very sharp, I thought I could just uh, put her in any class. <laughs> I, I just told myself, that, uh, uh, why should she be in, in playgroup? Well, yeah, go and start uh, one. I thought it's about sharp mouth. <laughs> The nun told me that, okay, we'll test her. She has sharp mouth a bit. Well, I come now, let's see. Can she write? Can she read? And I realized that the sharp mouth does not mean that she can read or she can write. <laughs> it does not mean that. So, how did he get into this God's class? How? Because, I mean, from the description here is that this God is too mighty. This God is in a class all by himself. Nobody can detone him. No one can relegate him. He cannot say, okay, I've served my term. Another person come and enter this class. No, 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 no. His time does not expire. He does not have expiring too. He's almighty God. And the Bible says he kills and he gives life. He wounds and he heals. The Bible also told us that he, he told us things before they happened so that he can see who, who, who dares to hinder the team from coming to power. That's the class he goes. So now, how do we get to that class how did we even become part of those class praise the Lord please open with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 2 I want to read from verse 4 to verse 6 it says but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we are dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ by the grace you have been saved and raise us what and made us to do what? In where? This is how we get to begin to roll with God. This is how we begin to chill with God. This is how we begin to roll with God. This is how we get to begin to sit with God. This is how we can dare anything. Our dad will say, Dear anything and anyone. <laughs> this is only by the reason. Let's read another scripture. Praise the Lord. Open with me to the book of Colossians. Chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Praise the Lord. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are what above, where what is sitting at the right hand of what. Let's continue. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things of what. Continue for what and what and where. So we are hidden, God. We are inside God. I am inside God. You are inside God. So this is how we we'll get to become. In that class of God. Now the question is, how do we maintain this class with God? Pastor told us that God is jealous, but his jealousy is jealousy of class. You see what we do as human beings is this, we take this almighty God and all these great things God has done through us and begin to commonize them. You hear people talk about street sense. A Christian will tell you that I have a, I have a street sense. I have a business sense. I have all kinds of sense The same thing happened to the children of Israel. These are people who don't have king. They don't have anything you can say about king. Just few of them, about 600, about 600 000 to 400,000 people. The Bible told us that they defeated about seven or eight kings, coming together with with armies that are uncountable. They defeated them and put them to flee. Took over their land. Took over their houses. Took over their resources. And they did not keep prisoners. But these the same people who are in that class with God sat down one day and came and looked at this almighty God and told him that we want to be like these people who are in another class. Give us a king that will be going out with you, with us, just like those other people. You can imagine, you, know, you do not have king like those people. With all their kings, you that does not have king, you trash them, numerous of them, uncountable of them. You dealt with them. But you now sat down and begin to think that you want a king. You see where they begin to get God offended. You are in my class. You want to demote yourself. That's what happened to us. Now, if you have a king like them, what do you expect? You begin to look for God that a king has. You begin to live the way their kings are living. You begin to act the way a king lives. Because God told them that, Look, if you drop from this level of rolling with me, of chilling with me. Ah, it's big wahala well, They said, "Ah, just give us a king." And truly that's what we we'll do most of the time. That's what we we'll do most of the time. You that is heeding God, you are heeding Christ, you are heeding God. You are up there with God. The Bible says, "We are seated with Christ far above what." You are far. You are far. I am far. Our families are far. We will now begin to bring ourselves and you know the annoying thing is that when we are bringing ourselves to another class, we want God to come with us to that class. <laughs> I mean, we are saying, we just read now that God does not demote his class. We just read that he does not go on vacation. <laughs> he does not graduate. But we are saying, ah, come down to our class with another class. After I has set us above. Now, don't forget our meditation is that how do we stay in the class of God? We have seen the class of God. We have seen how we get to the class of God. Now, The question is, how do I stay in the class of God? It means I am already in the class of God. I am already with God, far above principalities and power. How do I maintain that level? How will I not come down and try to bring God down and make God jealous? Because we learned on Sunday that God is jealous. He's not just jealous because of insecurity. No, no, no. He's jealous because we're asking him to, to come down to a minute level, which he will not do. Praise the Lord. Open with me to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own words. In all your ways do what? And he shall what? Now the question is, if you are in his class, that is his class, not your class. He took you to that class. He took me to that class. He took us to that class. He is the one that is in that class. To maintain that class... We must trust Him, not haphazardly, not with half of our hearts. No, 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 with all of our hearts. All. Now, let's see this scripture. Jesus Himself said this thing. Open with me to the book of uh, John, chapter 5, verse 30. Now, don't forget that Jesus had spirit without measure. Jesus was born without sin nature. You and I have sin nature. Yes, the sin nature in our spirit has been removed, but we have sin nature in our will, in our mind. In our emotion and our bodies and the bible said the spirit lost against the flesh and the flesh lost against the spirit and the bible said these are what contrary to one another but in jesus case he does not have that his flesh does not loss against his spirit because in his flesh there is no sin praise the lord chapter 5 verse 30 He said, i can of myself do nothing as i hear my father as i hear i judge and my judgment is what righteous because i do not seek my own will but what the will of the Father who sent me. Now, you see, it has become a cliche. You hear people say, Trust God, trust God. How do you trust God that you don't see? I can trust a guy in my hair. If he says, Raj, come around so so, so time, we'll go somewhere. Because he's a guy, he's a physical human being I can trust him. But the God you can see, God is a spirit. How do you trust this God? To stay in this class, you must trust God with all your heart, not haphazardly all your heart how do you trust him to trust god jesus was teaching us he said firstly you must hear him you must hear him he said of my own i can do nothing he said as i hear you must hear god in every matter you must hear him in every situation you must hear him it does not matter how you feel you must hear him that's the only way because he is that one that is in that class to maintain that class you must hear what he's saying that's what jesus was saying he said yes so I am in this earth, uh, but the operation of he that is up there, that is above all, is that he operates in righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. And truly, truly, you know that the Bible says all flesh, all, all every one of us has sinned and have fallen to the, to the short of his glory. And David was speaking, he said, I was born in iniquity and I shape, I was born in sin and what? Shaping iniquity. Which means everything about him was what? Weakness. So to operate in this class, you must trust him with all your heart. And how do you do that? You must hear him firstly. Another person will tell me that, ah, what about if I don't hear God? I mean, it's not everyone that hears God. Because that scripture says, trust the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to your own understanding. Abby, I want us to open to the book of Proverbs for the benefit of those who don't hear God. Because he said you should lean not to your own understanding. But there is an understanding you can lean on. Even if you don't hear God, praise the Lord. Open with me to the book of uh, Proverbs chapter 22. I'll read from verse 17 to 19. It said, incline your ears and hear the word of the wise. I mean, if you don't hear God, the wise here is in two levels. The wise here, the Bible, Jesus was, was speaking, he said, whosoever will hear this my word and do them will be likened to a word a wise so we can say somebody like our pastor that is doing the word somebody like the ministers you have your hod you can go to them if you don't hear what if you want to take a decision you don't want to lean on your own understanding you know that you don't you are not hearing god maybe because of noise or because of of your maturity in christ what you do the bible say what what you do It see incline your ears to the word of the wise and what apply your heart to what to my knowledge. Continue. Say for it is thing if you keep them within you. So which means if you get the cancer, don't throw them away. Keep them within you. Ponder on them. He say, keep them within you. He say, fix them upon your lips. So that what? You see it now. You come back to that verse. And you know what the Bible says also? It said, the knowledge of the Holy One is what? Understanding. So you can actually lean on the knowledge of God. Carry your Bible. Even if you don't hear the Holy Spirit expressly. Concerning that matter, go and find out. Thank God we have all kinds of search, search engines. You can search concerning this matter. Oh, so Lord, I'm having an issue with my wife. What did the Bible say I should do concerning this matter? Just search. You'll see a lot of scripture come out. Ah, the Bible says love your wife as Christ loved the church. Even unto death. Ah, this is what is expected of me. Ah, what about giving? Oh, Lord, concerning this money. I read a scripture that shocked me. A king in Israel, no, in Judah, wanted to fight a war with the children of, with the king of Israel. So he went somewhere and went to hire other military guys from other country. And he was getting ready to go and kill his brother. Because after then, already the, the, the country of, of Israel had been separated to Judah and to Israel. So as he was going, and a prophet now met him on the road and said, Ah, Oga, where are you going? Are you going to kill your brother? It's like a Christian brother. In church, wants to kill a brother in church, and he went to get arsenal from outside, went to pay and get Mopo and, and want to go and kill his brother. So as he was going now, probably your brother or guy or Mattwell will see, ah, say the King Rad. What do you want to harass with all this Mopo you brought to church? He said, Ah, now this brother now, this brother harassed me and did this. And you know what the prophet now told him? He said, So, don't you know that this is your brother? This don't you know that this you are you are from the same knowledge? The man now said, Ah. He said, if you do this, God will not be happy with you. He now told the man, he said, look, oh, I've paid a lot of money to hire these people. Should I lo- lose this money? You know what the man told him? Who gave you the money? When the man looked and considered, he said, okay. He disbanded the military guys,' And he went and forgave his brother. Now, this is what happens out in our daily life. A brother will hire other people to deal with the brother. Praise the Lord. So, lean not... You must trust God. And I told us that the first thing you do in trusting God is that you must hear God. And when you hear God, you judge according to what he said to you. Do you hear what I say? When I hear God concerning a matter, I must judge. Jesus speaking, he said, I judge according to the way what the Lord told me. I didn't judge the way I'm feeling. Mm -mm. No, no, no. I had this issue with a brother. Once this brother helped me. He has helped me a lot. He gave me a job and I made a lot of money. But now I realized that this brother, anytime I see him and greet him, he doesn't answer. Sometimes I will even be discussing with him. Another person will come will just walk away with I just, I, I feel hot. I said, why is he treating me like this? Is it because he has helped me before? You know, as a man, I was not seeing my emotion. So I said, okay, what I'm going to do, since he does not want my relationship, I, I will just, I, when I see him, I'll greet him and walk away. I'll just put it at uh, arm's less. And as I was going, I thought I have gotten the solution. And the spirit of the Lord said, Ah, I, daddy, you have done well. He said, you notice a, a weakness in a brother. Instead of you to pray for him, you are saying you will put him on an ass lamp. What about if he does the same thing to somebody else that is not as mature as you? What will you do? I said, yeah. So I started praying. I said, oh Lord, this thing that this brother is doing, please help him. And truly the brother changed. Before, if I send him a message, I would just see that he will not... It will not even show that the guy has read it in. it will be like that for many months after many months you will see that he read it it will not reply but now he sent me message i sent him back he reads it i will crack joke together I Say ah. when you hear judge according to the way you hear don't judge wrongly we should not judge wrongly praise the lord the next way of trusting the lord with all their heart is that your judgment must be righteous because you must if you must operate in his level he is the god of righteousness he is a god of justice he is a god of loving kindness your judgment must not be what out of righteousness because that is His level that's the only way you stay in that class of god the next level of trusting god is that you must seek his will in all things you do you must i must in that pursuit, in that, in that matter, in that situation, what am I seeking? Is it my glory? Is it my pride? Do I want to feel cool? Am I seeking his will? Praise the Lord. Please, let's have that proverb. Proverb chapter 3, verse 5. And it says, lean not on your understanding. You see, this has been man's problem from creation. Men has always leaned on their understanding. That is the problem. When Adam's wife gave him the fruit, Adam would have asked God, Say, Father, what, would I, what, what should we do? The truth about it is that anytime you don't lean on your understanding, you will see things that you do not expect. You will see a great miracles. Jesus called Peter. Peter said, Lord, is that you? He said, if it is, you bid me to come. Peter didn't lean on his understanding. He didn't calculate what, how many quantities of water will my body must displace before I can float. Mm-mm. He didn't consider the law of what? Flotation. No, no, no. He didn't consider the equation. No, no, he didn't. He just began to step. The minute he wanted to begin to do that. He started thinking. The truth about it is that to tell you that in this level, of, in this level you don't want your understanding is that when you even want to pray in the spirit, the Bible says your understanding is unfruitful. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. He said your understanding is suspended. You don't need your understanding. In this level, Mbanu, check it first Corinthians chapter 14 it said for if anyone pray in tongue he said what my spirit prays he said what my understanding is unfruitful.' In, in staying in the class of God your understanding is irrelevant it is not relevant please take us back to that proverb again chapter 16 he said in all your ways acknowledge. Him. you see acknowledgement of God start from intent it does not start from action it start from intent, your intention. It start from your thoughts. It start from let's read the scripture. This is David admonishing his son, First Chronicles chapter twenty eight verse nine. He said, "As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with what loyal heart. In acknowledging the Lord, your heart must be loyal. My heart must be loyal. You can't say you want to acknowledge God." With unloyal heart. It cannot work. You cannot maintain that class with God. It's not possible. He continues. He said, with willing mind. You see it. You acknowledge God with loyal heart and what? Willing mind. He said what? He said, for the Lord such is what? All hearts. And understand what? All intent of the thoughts. So if you say you acknowledge God and your heart is not loyal. it's not loyal. My heart is not loyal. My mind is not willing. My intention is not good. I cannot do. We cannot. Praise the Lord. He said, if you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will do what? He will cast you forever. So if you seek God, if I seek God concerning any matter, concerning any situation, if I don't lean on my understanding, if you don't lean on your understanding, you will find him. I will find him. Praise the Lord. Open with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse three. Our brother said something. Our sister said something. He said the lifting of a Christian is from the Lord. It should be in our heart permanently that my lifting, your lifting, my family lifting is from the Lord. The Bible says in this acknowledging him, he said, commit your ways, commit your works to the Lord and your what your thought will be what? Established.' the Bible says. There is the spirit in man and the breath of almighty. Give it understanding. Open with me to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6. It said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by what? Prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, this is talking about you and I who are acknowledging God. And we come to him anxiously. Knowing the class that we are coming from the class where he declares a things and nobody can tell him. Mmm, the class where he tells you something and it must come to pass. The class where he kills and he makes a life. The class where he's the only one, there is no other, he does not retire. That's it, this class we're talking about. You come from that class concerning a matter and you and I are anxious. What will make a man or a woman who is in that class be anxious? That's why God said he's jealous. He's jealousy. Is of class. Praise the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 5. He said, if, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally? And without what? Reproach. And he will give you. Now, wisdom says, we understand from everyday knowledge that wisdom is the application of your knowledge. It's the application of what you understand. In that level of God, the wisdom you need is the only one that you can give. The Bible said the wisdom of the Lord is so pure. It's easy to entreat. It's full of mercy. The wisdom of God is not corrupt. It does not cut corner. Mm-mm. The wisdom of God does not do kickback. No way. Now, in all these things I told us, I told us that to maintain this level, this class of God level, we must trust God with all of our heart, And we must lean not in our, to our own understanding. And in all of our way, we must acknowledge Him. Now, The question is, when you acknowledge God, does he come early? Has He ever delayed, do you feel that God is late? That is the average issue every Christian goes to. He will ask himself, okay, concerning this matter, if I should acknowledge God now, he will take him maybe two months before he answers me. And this thing is hot, hot. I was going one time with one brother, a Christian, And he saw a house that he wants to sell. You know what this brother did? He said, I summon you. You angels that is in the Garden of Eden. That have flame of fire. Come and protect this thing. So that nobody will sell it. (laughs) No, no. That is the kind of prayer. People who don't understand the class. They are praying. Let's read the scripture. I think I will close with this scripture. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit... I need Amplified Classic if you have, please. Yes. He said, but the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send by, what? By my name. In my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you what? And he will do what? He will cause you to recall. Will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything, and that scripture continues. And he said, he will take that which is mine, and give to you. You see, we have this Holy Ghost, who is our standby. Who, when you acknowledge God concerning any matter, is standby. You know, I used to ask, I asked the Holy Spirit this question. I said, when I pray in tongues, is my mouth not faster than you? You that is standby. He said, do you know what it means to be a standby? <laughs> you know, when you open your mouth, because the Bible says you shall open your mouth, and it shall what. So I, I wonder, I say, Lord, but sometimes I speak in tongues. very How? When did you come? He said, I am standby. Please tell somebody you have a standby. To maintain this class, take advantage of your standby. The Bible says the fool says in his heart, there is no God. The fool says in his heart, the standby is not hearing me. As I was meditating that, on that scripture, the Holy Spirit told me, he said the biggest fool is the one that knows that he has the standby and does not acknowledge him let us pray don't denote yourself don't demote the people of god you are seated in heaven far above principalities and power you in a, you are in a class the bible says, i say as many as are led by the spirit of god they are what they are sons and daughters of god say lord help me to maintain this class Yes, to maintain this class. Jesus even told us, he said, of my own, I can do nothing. He said, as I hear, that's how I judge. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my will. This evening, pray, say, Lord, help me. Help me, this class that that I need to maintain. I don't want to bring you to that place where you begin to be jealous. I want to maintain this class. Ah, I don't want to seek those things that are not in a, that are not above. Help me. Help me. Help me. Uh, help me. Help me to trust you with all my heart. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. My understanding is unfruitful in this matter. My understanding cannot cut it. My understanding, your understanding cannot bring forth food. Nothing can your understanding do. Ah, He said, be not wise in your own eyes. I don't want to be wise in my own eyes. I need this grace. I need those help.
0: I'm going to sing for everyone You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Squaringpa Expressway, near next Kashinkari, Abuja, 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays for telephone 9 290 9000 or 7 3 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.